A Florida man gifts his ex-girlfriend stolen statues for Valentine's Day. A Florida school sent out permission slips for the kids to have a book read to them. A Florida deputy resigns after getting into a shootout with his own car over a falling acorn. And a Florida man carjacks his own grandmother and then writes an apology letter. These are the weird stories for Friday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian inside a closet and the only daily weird news podcast that does Florida Fridays. That's right. All the weird news from Florida for this week. Let's do it. The Florida man stole statues to give to his ex-girlfriend for Valentine's Day. What a romantic man stealing things. It, it's for his ex, so let's um, let's find out what's going on. No doubt there was a restraining order involved prior to this. Florida man don't listen to restraining orders. Florida man don't adhere to restraining orders. Florida man gets a restraining order, and like Florida man's like, I can't read. What's that say? I can only read the word 350. The story's out of Lakeland, Florida. A Florida man was arrested after he allegedly stole a pair of Sand Hill Crane statues for a Valentine's Day gift to give to his ex-girlfriend. What the heck are Sand Hill Crane statues? Gonna have to Google this. Oh, I see. It's... It's the bird called a crane statue. There's statues of these birds called cranes. Sand Hill must be the company that makes these things. They're painted. I assume you put them on your lawn. No, Florida man went from lawn to lawn stealing these things. <laughs> I, I got you some of those those little uh, garden gnomes too, babe. Happy Valentine's Day. I love you. So, woo, woo. Oh, I got to go, but maybe we can uh, meet for dinner after I post bail. See, uh, when I first read the title of the story, I, I thought he was stealing, like, random statues. Like, honey, I got you a statue of, of uh, Andrew Jackson. All right, happy Valentine's Day. Or, like, he stole a bust of Socrates or some, or one of those armless statues, those armless Greek statues you see in the museums with the little tiny pee-pee. Oh, honey, I got you the statue with the little tiny pee-pee because I love you. You know, if you look at statues of Cupid, they have a tiny little pee-pee, too. Happy Valentine's Day. Uh, we have a Sheriff Grady Judd, <laughs> Polk County Sheriff Grady Judge. If you're going to make up the name of a Polk County Sheriff, you, you couldn't pick a better name than Grady Judge. Oh, Grady Judge. Grady Judge uh, chews skull and spits in a cup during his press conferences, right? So I'm going to do an impression of uh, Sheriff Grady doing the press conference here. All right. It's a morning briefing time on this Valentine's Day. Uh, we got a story here about a would-be Romeo. Now, uh, this uh, would-be uh, Romeo stole a pair of Sandhill Crane statues. Um, we think because, well, first of all, they're easy to steal. Also, I don't know if you notice about the crane, but it's very special bird, birds. These, these birds mate for life. So because they mate for life, they become kind of a symbol of Valentine's Day. Quite a romantic gift, you ask me. Now, uh, he did all this to try to win back his ex. Now, now I got in, in the bad news department, he, uh, he stole these statues from a woman's front lawn, okay? I know you said from a front lawn. Yeah, okay. And uh, let me tell you about this guy, Anthony Lewis. Uh, he steals things. That's right. Oh, we know about it. He's been stealing things in the community. <laughs> it's what he does when he's not in jail, which is uh, where he where he be right now. <laughs> and uh, the Oscar for uh, best supporting role in a Florida man story goes to Jonesy for his depiction of 
Sheriff Grady Judge. Congratulations, Jonesy. Thank you, guys. Thank you. I want to thank uh, the Academy. Uh, I want to thank the state of Florida and everyone who made this possible. And um, if, uh, if Skoll wants to sponsor my podcast, I'm down with that. Now, uh, the article goes on to talk about uh, Anthony Lewis, 33 years old. The sheriff says Anthony rode a bicycle up to the victim's front lawn and stole these cranes, which were given to her by her now deceased husband, oh, sad lady. When the detectives later found the cranes at the Florida man's ex-girlfriend's home, Sheriff Grady said that the ex-girlfriend was mortified and she fully cooperated with the investigation. Yeah. Of course, she wants this guy out of her life. I have a feeling Anthony Lewis is going to be showing up at her door on a bicycle, though, in a few days, because you know how they can't hold on to these prisoners for some reason? They catch them, but they can't hold on to them. Uh, do you remember that Seinfeld episode about the reservations, where Jerry's <laughs> trying to catch his flight, and they're like, sorry, we uh, we gave away your seat already, and he's like, well, see, that's the point of, see, the reservation, anyone can take reservations. The point of the reservation is to keep the reservation. I think someone needs to inform all the all the jails in our country and the police departments in our country. See, the point is when you get the the point is not just grabbing the uh, criminal. The the point is to hold on, hold on to the criminal. I got the right temperature to record with AF news. Oh lord, and I got the right equipment in my closet. Oh yeah yeah, in the closet recording with AF news. Oh lord, oh oh. A Florida school asked parents for permission to have an African-American individual read to their students. A Florida school district is drawing some fire for asking the parents to consent to having their children participate in a book reading by an African-American author. This is all in order to comply with Florida state laws. All right, Florida, where racists go to thrive. <laughs> Permission slips for students to have someone read a book to them. Oh, no, I don't know about that. Some, some of them books is dangerous, Jethro. Some of them's is dangerous. Now, uh, one of the parents at this Miami-Dade County Public School posted a photo of the permission slip. Um, the form describes the activity as a read-aloud scheduled for Tuesday in the library. And the parent wrote, I had to give permission for this or else my child would not participate. And the parent posted that on social media. The parent also wrote, uh, the idea that kids can have a say in what activities they participate in is really strange. And then the idea that some kids would be taken out of the class just seems quite bizarre to me. Well, I mean, if you listen to Weird AF News uh, on a regular, you would have heard one of the recent Florida Friday episodes. I believe it might have even been last episode where... Uh, they're very scared of Black History Month in the schools, and so they were um, they're requiring permission slips for such activities. I assume this is a Black History Month activity, being that the author is African-American. doesn't say what the book is, though. Uh, no, I'm not seeing the name of the author. Is it, um, is it the book If I Did It by O.J. Simpson, and O.J. is going to be reading it? <laughs> that would be wild. It says, the requirement... Of permission slips was implemented to comply with the Parental Rights and Education Law, which was signed into law by Governor Ronnie D. in 2022. Supporters say it gives parents greater control over their children's education. While critics call it the, quote, don't say gay law, the law was expanded recently to prevent classroom discussion about sexual orientation or gender, gender identity in all grades. And it's uh, it comes in handy 
when it comes to uh, Black History Month and such things. Um, so it it goes beyond sexual orientation and gender identity into race as well. Now, a spokesperson for the Miami-Dade County Public School District said in a statement, We realize that the description of the event may have caused some confusion. We are working with our schools to reemphasize the importance of clarity for parents in describing activities and events that would require parental permission. However, in compliance with state law, permission slips were sent home because guest speakers would participate during a school-authorized education-related activity. Now, uh, when I was growing up at school, there was permission slips required for field trips all the time. Yeah, that was always a thing. Uh, nothing uh, like this, though, like a, a reading at the school would have ever required something like that. And to be honest, my parents would have been surprised that I had to bring a permission slip home to hear the reading of a book. Uh, but uh, this is what's going on now. And uh, hey, this is a uh, this is outside the ordinary curriculum. So yeah, maybe permission slips are, are are appropriate for anything that doesn't involve the normal class schedule. Got it. So it's a it's a different event. It might even require you to be um, absent from your normal class to attend this other educational reading or or speech or presentation, whatever it might be. In which case, I can see a permission slip coming about. You know. I think the only way I can fairly judge this um, would be more data. I, w- I would like to know if permission slips were sent out to educational-related book readings that didn't involve an African-American or an African-American-themed book. And, and then you could really make an accurate judgment on what's going on here. But I think we need more information here. I think we need more information. But I think, um, you know, given the overall IQ of the citizens of the state of Florida... Can we call them citizens? <laughs> the creatures of the state of Florida. <laughs> Given the overall brain capacity, I would, I mean, I would like to see the approval of a- a- anything involving books with the kids. I'm like, thumbs up. Whatever you want to read to them. Stories of uh, sci-fi stories that take place in another galaxy. Yeah, bring it on. Bring it on. A Florida policeman empties his gun after an acorn falls on the patrol car. Lots of people feel skittish on the job and can be spooked by the slightest noise. But if you're that kind of person, it might not be a good idea to have a career that lets you loose on the streets with a loaded weapon, perhaps. Something Florida police are likely to consider after a video emerged this week of a Florida police officer firing all of the bullets from his gun and running for cover after he was scared by a falling acorn. Can't make this stuff up, guys. A cop uh, got scared and emptied his gun at an acorn. Well, call me racist, but we all know 90% of violent crimes are committed by tree nuts and seeds. So perhaps this is quite justified. Let's get some more information here. The officer is identified as Florida Deputy Jesse Hernandez. He emptied the clip of his firearm while attending to a call. Uh, Hernandez had been attending a call in the area when an acorn fell from an oak tree and struck the roof of his squad car. In body cam footage that was released and shared across social media, I recommend you watch it. It's hilarious. The officer was seen jumping to the ground and shouting, Shots fired! After the acorn strikes the roof of his car, he rolls around on the (laughs) ground. He rolls around on the ground quite a bit. Uh, It's like you're watching a... um, a point-of-view camera from a soldier in a war movie. <laughs> and then he empties his gun. 
He shoots up his squad car is what he does. He shoots up his entire squad car while he's firing on the car. We have um, his assistant, his fellow police officer, also getting spooked because of what of, of his actions, and then she starts firing at the car as well. And uh, the real tragedy here is that patrol car was two years away from retirement. How sad. <laughs> okay, so while, while the police were firing on the car, here's the other twist. There's, uh, there was someone in the back of the car, Marquise Jackson, a Florida man who at that time was accused of stealing his girlfriend's car. He was in the back of the cruiser. Now, arriving on the scene, officers had already searched Marquise Jackson handcuffed him and loaded the accused man into the back of the police car and despite being cuffed it was jackson that the officer apparently thought was shooting at him so this is a man that's handcuffed in the back of a car apparently the officer thought i don't know he was shooting bullets out of his ass i don't know <laughs> i don't know what goes on in a police officer's head i really don't nonetheless uh, officer hernandez thought the sound of the acorn landing on the roof of the patrol car was Gunfire from the handcuffed man in the back. After hearing the sound of the acorn, the deputy reported that he also felt a tingliness all along the side of his body. He then said that his legs just gave out, and that's when he fell to the ground, assuming that he had been seriously injured by something. Hernandez falls to the ground and yells, I'm hit! I'm hit! <laughs> I'm hit. I'm hit! I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I'm, well, maybe not. I wasn't. I feel weird! I'm hit. No, wait. No, I think I just got a fart. <laughs> In the video, the other deputies ask him, where is he? Where's the shooter? And then Hernandez can be heard re replying, in the car. He's in the car. And then they both start blasting up the car. So I blasted him. I was just blasting away. The Florida man later told investigators, uh, quote, I wasn't sure if I had just been hit in the head. Um, I was getting a kind of a funny... It's kind of like a tingliness all, all along the side of my body. And I think some of that might have just been adrenaline, putting together the fact that I just heard what I heard and I, I, I just felt an impact. What? what? And I've never been shot before, so I, I don't know what that's like or, you, you know. Yeah, I, I think if you were shot in the head, you'd know it. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I've never been shot in the head, but I'd imagine you'd feel that. And it'd probably be more than... Um, a weird feeling, a, a tingliness, <laughs> if you got shot in the head. Or anywhere for that matter, I don't know. Let's just all be thankful that it was just an acorn that fell, because if it was an entire maple branch, I mean, this guy might have called the SWAT team in, and who knows. Says here, ultimately, investigators said they found no evidence of something striking Hernandez, nor was there any evidence of Jackson firing a weapon from inside the patrol car, either. Uh, we have a quote here from the report. Uh, Deputy Hernandez's response was not objectively reasonable. The only verifiable outside stimulus was the sound Deputy Hernandez interpreted as a suppressed weapon being fired, and that alone would not justify shooting into his patrol car. As here, uh, Hernandez was found to have violated the agency's policy regarding excess use of control to resistance. And it says here, despite unloading uh, two clips into the vehicle and in the surrounding busy residential neighborhood. No criminal charges were filed against either officer. Uh, so not only was Hernandez an idiot for thinking that an acorn was a gunshot, but he also didn't have great aim. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> and no one was injured, thankfully. 
given the circumstances, the guy in the car, my goodness, can you imagine? I'd be freaking out in there. I mean, that guy in the back of the car, so lucky that both of these officers sucked with a gun. They have like the accuracy of stormtroopers, so that's good. <laughs> I mean, imagine getting arrested by Reno 911 in real life. I mean, that's what this sort of rem reminds me of. Now, uh, I can empathize with uh, police in that uh, because we live in a country where everyone has access to guns, I'd be probably scared all the time as well. I'd be on the lookout for gunshots. I mean, hopefully I'd have the scruples to not mistaken an acorn or a squirrel fart as a, as a gun being discharged, but who knows? Who knows? <laughs> the irony is these same cops continuously support Republican and NRA who just refused to help with any sort of gun control in the community whatsoever. Florida, in fact, just recently passed that permitless concealed carry. You can conceal carry without a permit in Florida. <laughs> eh. Helpful, helpful. Well, you never know when you need to stand your ground against, a, against rustling leaves, you know, jumping fish, insect buzzes, chipmunk squeals, all that. <laughs> Don't go hiking with this guy, by the way. I'll also add that. Hey, baby. I like weird news. Yeah, I like that weird news. I like that weird news. Yay. A Florida man is accused of carjacking his own grandmother. A Florida man is accused of carjacking his 77-year-old granny and then writing her a four-page letter apologizing for the incident. Alan Aspinwall was arrested and charged with unarmed carjacking, domestic battery on a person 65 years of age or older, and theft from a person 65 years of age or older after the incident that unfolded, according to police from Lake County. It says uh, at about 10 p.m., Lake County Sheriff's deputies responded to a home in Leesburg, Florida, in reference to a battery and a theft. Deputies spoke with the victim, who is Aspen Wall's grandmother, poor granny. She's the only one in the household that actually owns a vehicle, it seems. She said Aspenwall asked her to unlock her car so he could grab something from the trunk. Ooh, the old trunk trick. <laughs> Can I borrow your keys? I gotta grab something from the car. I'm going on a date, Grandma. I'm on Tinder. When the grandma walked outside to make sure the car was unlocked, Aspenwall allegedly grabbed the key forcefully from her hand, pushed her to the ground in the driveway, got in the car, and fled the scene. Deputies say Granny had injuries consistent with her statement, including a very small cut on her finger, a laceration on the top of her hand, and another laceration on her forearm. Poor Granny doesn't expect this. The next day, the police department found the stolen car, but no key was found. When Aspenwall was arrested, he had a car key in his possession, but it's unknown now if the key belonged to him or his grandmother. It um, did work in the vehicle, apparently. Police took Aspenwall into custody later that day, and he denied having any involvement in the theft of his grandmother's car. The defendant, according to the report, denied any involvement. However, the, the defendant apparently wrote a four-page apology letter to the victim. Uh, it looks like the the news obtained a copy of the letter. I don't know. <laughs> this is great. I'm so glad you got the letter. Let's read a little bit of this letter from Florida man to the grandmother that he just carjacked. And in addition to that, let's applaud the Florida man for being able to uh, write and read. That's pretty cool. 
The letter says, Dear Grandma, first and foremost, you are the most beloved person in the whole world coming from me and everyone else. I want to apologize for not being the young man you raised. You are my everything. I'm truly sorry for the negative events that have been going on in my life. My mind has been so in the gutter. Thank you for always forgiving me, even if I'm wrong. And when I come home from prison, I promise you I will be a great example of a loving father and a loving grandson. Tell my son that his daddy was wrong. Tell him to always respect his grandmother. Well, it's kind of a sweet letter to grandma, really. I got to be honest with you. It's not what I expected. I expected some Florida man lies and shenanigans. Like, dear granny, I'm kind of sorry for taking your car, but not really. I mean, have you seen the prices of rental cars? I can't rent a car, granny. It's like 200 a day. It's like ridiculous, especially if you got bad insurance like me. And, 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 and I got a lot of DUIs, Granny. A lot of these rental car places won't even rent to me. So, you know, I'm, I'm in a place right now where I got to just jack cars if I want to get anywhere. And as you know, I had, an, I had, a, had an appointment that day and I couldn't miss it, Granny. My, my boys, Benny and Jake, they were having a, you know, we, we do that weekly underground dog fighting ring that we're running. And, you know... I'm important, you know. I, I take the bets, you know. They need me over there, so I'm so sorry. Hello, my friends. Thanks for spending some time with me and the Weird AF News podcast and the Florida Friday episode, which I think was wonderful, um, in part due to the wonderful articles that my listeners sent me. So I want to thank you guys for sending me Florida stories. You can always email me stuff at funnyjones at gmail.com. Or you can even slide into my DMs on Instagram, at Funny Jones. If you would like to call and leave a voicemail for me uh, about uh, any of these stories, maybe you felt a little triggered or you just wanted to introduce yourself and say hello, the phone number is 646-450-2012. I want to give thanks and praise to someone who sent me a care package from Canada, and it was quite special. Um, I was really blown away by the generosity of uh, someone with the last name Willett. Willett from Canada. I'm trying to read it's uh, the city here. It's, it's, it's in a, it's Malmer, Ontario. Is it Malmer? Did I get that right? Ontario? Yeah. I, I know someone told me they were sending me a care package. I can't remember who exactly who it, who it was. But Willett, Willett, please reach out to me because I'd love to have a discussion with you about these amazing ingredients that you've sent me and I want to thank you. So... Email me, funnyjones at gmail.com, or DM me on Instagram, at funnyjones. Anyways, you're probably wondering, what's, what was in the package? Well, there was some um, amazing macaroni and cheese, boxes of macaroni and cheese, one of which is, uh, seems to be a Canadian brand that I've never heard of. And then, in addition to that, some delicious Canadian pure maple syrup. Uh, let's see, the brand, the brand here. Maybe you guys, some of you guys recognize this brand. V Voicens? Voicens, 100% pure Canadian maple syrup. Oh! And then it's, um, I believe this is the word for maple syrup in French. Syrup d'érable? Syrup d'érable? Did I say that correctly? Any of you speaking French? <laughs> I think it was pretty good. Anyways, I opened it and smelt it. It's, oh man, you motivated me to make some French toast this weekend. That's for damn sure. Also this mustard. The mustard. It's, this is a brand I've never seen before. Coslix or Coslix Canadian mustard. It looks <laughs> tremendous. It's a sweet and, sweet and smoky mustard. This company's been around since 1948. Are you guys familiar with this? Looks so good. Mustard. What else is in there? Oh, um, 
what is it called? What is it called? Uh, there was also a, a couple of packages of poutine sauce in there that uh, which I've had poutine and I love it. I've never made it myself, but now, now I know what to do with this. Go pick me up some potatoes at the store. Uh, what else was in there? Oh, a keychain. It was a key, a Canadian keychain. Oh, it was a very cool care package. I was so thrilled to get it. So I just want to thank Willet. Please reach out to me because we need to, to chat. I really want to thank you. I hope you're hearing this. And uh, anyways, if you guys ever want to send me something, I can give you my address. Uh, my e- just email me. We'll send that out to you. Um, I'm I have a nut allergy, so anything but nuts would be appreciated. Although I suppose um, you could just murder me if you feel like it. Eh, we had a good run, guys. We did about uh, 1,700 episodes in a closet. That's about it. If that's all I did with my life, not so bad. You know, not so bad. All right. Uh, if you want to support the show, such as uh, sending a care package or you want to join the Patreon or buy me a coffee, you can do all those things. Go to my website, weirdafnews.com. You can click on the coffee cup there on the homepage or the Patreon banner as well. Or you can download the Patreon app on your phone. Just do a search for Weird AF News. Or you can go to patreon.com slash weirdafnews as well and become a patron of the arts, which is a good thing to do with your life. You'll, sh- you'll surely get into heaven if you become a patron of the arts. Arts are very important. How else are we supposed to transform society? But with art, great art, like Weird AF News. Very <laughs> I wouldn't call it exactly great art. It's, it's more of a juvenile art, but nonetheless, you know, we're making people smile and laugh occasionally. Um, you can also buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash funnyjones. That's another thing you can do. And um, I guess I'll just say before I go, I hope you're having an amazing weekend. and uh, Or you had one, or you're about to have one. I'll be thinking of you, and we'll see you on Monday. Or you'll, you'll be hearing from me on Monday. And good luck with your life, man.